Um, hey, <laughs> it is I again. I'm just playing. Um, I just thought I'd get on here to just share a bit of what I'm feeling today. Like, you know, I'm all into the whole groove of empowerment, egalitarianism, feminism, two spirited androgynous, you know. But anyhow, I have realized that in my mission of alleged healing, and I say alleged healing because I thought that's what I was about due to me preaching it. So I wore this mask of making myself believe that that's what I had going for me internalized. But, I don't know, as time went on, it's kind of like, I still felt stuck. I still felt this innocuous, turmoil, rotten-ass fucking sensation inside of me. And I say sensation because it was a mask, still. Meanwhile, I am, I feel like now, I'm on this voyage to unlearn and become undone for the universe the cosmos myself my levels of entirety my existence I want to shred feeling dissected due to me not being the definition of how I guess these categorical as individuals expect me to present myself be breathe you know like I had to learn that it is okay to be a fan of my own definition of prevailing my own definition of surety my own definition and my own promise of forward um I think that we live in some times to where people are so equipped with the corruption of trends. And if you're not moving the way they deem fit, you're a misfit. You get bashed and just fucking persecuted for not being what they're I I guess they're accustomed to you being like. And I'm really a total different type of (laughs) individual. I'm not subnormal. I'm not categorical. I am aesthetic and I am sublime and I am a prototype and magnanimous and benevolence. Like I can go down a list of how mighty I am, you know, and I realized that I I'm okay with not being someone else's definition of myself. I'm okay with not feeling dissected when I walk out my damn door and people ask me, why do you have so many piercings? Why do you work with all them piercings? Like, you don't ask me about my body modifications other than the piercings. Like, body modifications simplify. Tattoos, scarification, all type of things. Like, I get ridiculed and to me the way I dressed and the way I present myself because it's not what they're accustomed to witnessing or seeing and I'm not in the limelight 
And I say I'm not in a limelight meaning like if I was a celebrity and I was to dress this certain way and dress in nothing, <laughs> I would get worshipped. I would get like, I don't know, I would get appraised. But I don't. And I'm not. And I'm not any longer okay with wearing the mask of a fake smile. Meaning, I'm aware that I can't unzip my skin walk out of it. So... I want to be free. Like I want to mean my freedom. I want that to be the glow that you think I'm pregnant about. Like that I want that pregnant glow forever. Like I want that freedom glow. I want that meaningful I'm internalized spilling out happy glow. Like it feels good to even state this. Like as a woman, a lady, a goddess, as a queen, in these times of fucking turmoil, I feel like we remove parts of ourselves and put it into everyone and everything as if, you know, being hedonistic or self-indulged or self-involved or self-centered for a moment in time or a moment in whatever our existence may submerge to eventually we need to become a little bit more self and selfish in order for us to be able to give out because we can't keep giving everyone things that we don't have because we're diluting ourselves every time we have to shut up for this the sake or the mercy of fucking submission or every time we have to we be shunned for the fact that being too domineering or too allegedly masculine is a crime or there's consequences behind that or you think like a male and it's like why can't I be androgynous why can't I be too spirited why can't I be balanced why can't I be just as yin as I can be yang you know like that's what's the where's the balance in just being merely purely feminine I, the, to me, that's not a place that I'm willing to sink and drown myself into any fucking further. Like, I've always been told, you're too domineering. You're not feminine enough. Versus a lot of females I know get told, they're too feminine, they're not masculine enough. But I always get told the opposite. Like, you're really, you're like a man. <laughs> Is that why you're a lesbian? Because you're like a man. Like, it's like, oh, Really? So because I don't have the qualifications to your standards, whatever they may fucking be, because to me, it's just something that you're corrupted or you've been oppressed to think anyway, because I'm, I always feel like we don't really know the truth. Like I always put it like this. Every state damn near has different laws. So yes, in one state can mean no in another one, which means we just, you know, legal in several states it's not legal here in Maryland where I am located so it's like is it wrong to do is it right to do in one state it's wrong and another it's right this is just in America alone so it's kind of like how do we know like we don't have a one united front thing to go off of like even definitions change like literally the word imbecile used to strictly mean asshole I look on google <laughs> months ago it's changed it doesn't mean asshole anymore but 
That's what it meant for as long as I knew prior to looking on Google. And I'm really big on etymology, which is the original, you know, definition of words. So wherever that original may come from. Meanwhile, (laughs) I know y'all probably like, I'm always shifting all over the place. I am very randomized in my thought process. And I just spill it out, whatever comes to, you know, I don't know, whatever comes and hits my tongue. That's what I say. It's kind of, that's what I am with my poetry too because I'm a poetess um meanwhile ladies women androgynous individuals <laughs> balance yin plus yang I just feel like why is it that we aren't done allowing other people to openly unveil and unveil what they think we should be, how we should move, how we should present ourselves, our existence, our very next breath. Like, why are we constantly letting others snatch our oxygen levels away by oppressing us and corrupting us and emotionally startling us and taunting us physically? And it's like, no. Wake, it's it's time for us to literally mean, fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck you. Fuck What you think I should be? Fuck why you think I should be that. Fuck you if you think I'm not where I should be in life. Fuck you if you think I'm not going to get to where I want to be or where I need to be. or Not only where I feel I need to be when I say where I need to be. Because to be honest, it's been times in life where I felt I should have been further into something that I was into. And then a year later, I felt like, damn, I didn't even want to do that anyway. So it's like I feel I'm exactly where I acquire me to be. Um, I used to have this friend, this best friend of 10 years that I used to always, I used to tell her like, my favorite breakdown place is my isolation zone. I'm a very okay, isolated individual, which means my problem. And I, and I do say problem is I have a, like, I feel like my duty is with me, basically. Meaning, I'm okay with losing people. I'm okay with losing friends. I'm okay with losing lovers, potentials. I'm okay with losing occupations. I'm okay with losing, I'm okay with losing people. I'm okay with losing things. I'm okay with losing surroundings. I'm okay with shredding my skin like a fucking snake and just whether that mean going up or whether that mean slithering the fuck away from things. I'm okay with being alone and lonely. And a lot of people get intimidated because I'm okay with that. Now, to me, I used to always think I don't have to, you know, I don't have to be okay with like, I had to learn how to want to be around people, how to want to need people. And I do say want to need because sometimes some situations I've forced myself to need people where, and that's even stripped me of certain things too. It's kind of like once certain people with certain, wherever they are at in their life, once they know that you need them, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I gotta. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not even that type of person to put myself in a predicament to need people, whether it be emotionally wise whether it be some type of sanction-wise, whether it be, like, I always 
only had one person ever. And once that person passed away, which is my Grammy in 016, I I felt like parts the part of me that I knew wouldn't make it wouldn't be here with me, if that makes any sense. But anyhow. Um as I was stating back to the whole stipulations, and I do say stipulations because I feel like we're conditioned. We're very, very, very conditioned, like, to the point to where, even conditioned as far as religious-wise. I think it's a cultural thing, too, because I grew up um, in several different religions, to be honest, from Catholicism to Pentecostal, Apostolic, like, um... I grew up like that. And it's kind of like, I always felt like, well, who taught you this? You know, these are for the people that was like, I was forced to go to church and things like that. And I'm like, well, okay. I would ask certain questions and I wouldn't get the answering behind it that served me to understand, comprehend. Cause it takes a lot. Cause honestly, you have to be past basic to me, for me to comprehend certain things. Like that's just how much of a, I don't know, inside, I'll be feeling like the ancestor's seed. So, um, I would always ask questions like, well, why, like, why is it that God, you know, I don't know whether it was God or Jesus. So let me just say this, this is a disclaimer, this is not a, uh, I'm not going to negotiate whether or not I'm talking about strictly what you believe in. I'm just stating this biblical KJ version, Jesus slash God. Like to me, I'm going to say Jesus because I'm unsure of the indifference because some parts it says he's the same person. And then one, it says he's the God. I mean, he's, you know, the father. And, And when I say that, it does say it in different bibles because i too had to go through the current um the quran version which is the muslim um version of the bible as well as the hebrew israelites like i went through a lot <laughs> because i had a lot of that around me but anyway um anyhow i was asked why is the devil so bad if he was an angel i would always ask why is it that some parts because people don't know this I don't get why if you read this bible which I still have um because it was my grammys um some of the old testaments are exactly what the new testament says there's no difference if you actually need scripture for scripture I actually can give you scripture for scripture if you need me to state that but some of the very new testament say the exact same thing as the old testament it's kind of like why are they in the bible then like shouldn't it be only one of the same verse it's several of the same verses and maybe you guys should google this it's several of the same verses in different chapters um so yeah so just like the new um the new testament has some of the exact same verses the Old Testament says, word for word. It isn't an indifference of it at all. It isn't different. Um, it's always ask questions like, okay, well, didn't the devil only kill almost 10 people in the... But wait, no, I think it was one, but I'm going to say almost 10 off of the fact that 
Okay, yeah, I'm going to say almost 10. And Jesus killed how many? Thousands? Where was the mercy in that? How is the bad, a.k.a. the evil, killing less than the good, a.k.a. the heavenly? <laughs> I always had questions like that. Um, but I say that to say, anywho, not to get all religious, because I'm very spiritual. I I follow several, several practices of different cultural beliefs, different religious beliefs, but I'm very spiritual, um, indeed. So... <laughs> The universe is my God. Like, the cosmos is my God. Like, um, <clears throat> so, of course, ultimately, I believe in this greater power. I endorse that, too. And I endorse that belief system, as well as religious belief systems. You're allowed to think and feel however you feel with where you are in life. You know, whether I feel that's the truth or not. Like, again, people live in actuality and or reality. It's a matter of where you are in your mission of life. And I say that because I wasn't there back then neither. So meanwhile, um, sorry, back to the, uh, the tranquil of becoming undone for oneself. <laughs> I'm always all over the place with these podcasts. And it just makes me laugh because it's like, I see how abstract I am. Like I'm really abstract. Like I am walking art and I'm just as decorated on the outside as I feel I am internalized which I'm proud to say and state that there's a meaning behind it like also there's a meaning behind my piercings like I used to and I say used to because I'm actually going back to get some new piercings to kind of unlearn what I have you know, haven't became undone about yet. And which means I have piercings on a scale from one to seven at times nine. I would get that many piercings on a scale of how traumatizing an event that has occurred in my life had been to me at that time. So all of my piercings currently are about the agony of which I've succumbed to and which I've allowed to compel and control and construct me all the wrong. Um, so when I say I'm ready to unlearn that, I'm going to go and get new ones to kind of represent me freeing up that represent to represent me, meaning evolution, evolving, me manifesting into a new uncoming, undunning of me. I'm ready to submerge into something that I'm over me feeling oppressed about. Um, yes, that's what that is about. <laughs> My smoke detector in the background is steady saying low battery. So if y'all hear that, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tried to get it as quiet as possible. Oh my goodness. Turned my fan off and everything. I didn't want no type of sounds in here. Mm. Um, I'm actually sipping on some green tea and raw unfiltered honey. Sorry, I'm not a fan of sugar. And just in case y'all wanted to try it, it's definitely um, healthy. <laughs> I'm not about to pretend like I'm a health critic or nothing or 
I'm just stating it's definitely healthy. And it's good. But honey, raw and filtered honey makes everything good to me, personally. And, yes. Kind of like an aphrodisiac notion, if if that makes sense. Put it in your home. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, I feel like I have this surrounding of people who depend on me for their sanity. People who's dependent on me for them to feel good inside or about themselves or about something that they're about to ongo. I feel like people remark me off as mighty and, you know, strong, courageous. And as lucky as that may be, for them to feel like that about me, it kind of makes me feel like when I need to vent, you're, you wouldn't comprehend, you know, my, you wouldn't be empathetic towards the turmoil that could be occurring at that time or the struggle that's within me because I have a storyline outside of this world damn near that I just sometimes want to get out and it's like, the people that I want to state these things to, it's kind of like I halt myself from doing it because they always have something going on. And even with that, I feel like that's an excuse on my behalf because I'm probably feeling like, and I have when I say probably because I have sometimes have not, um, I'll feel like they're not going to be sympathetic enough. And that's me putting, I guess, expectations on people's emotions towards what I have to say about what's burdening me at that time and point and moment in my existence. I think actual unconditional friends are very, very rare and I think they're becoming extinct or something like this <laughs> like I think they're like becoming extinct and it's like I know so many people I'm like a popular loner I know so many people but it's like it's not about me feeling like I can't testimonial my story out to people but it's like sometimes I want them to just I want to have like discussions with it or just sit down and know this is why she's this way. This is why she moves this way. This is why she acts this way. This is why that. And it's kind of like, will they sympathize? Will they have the empathy to not negotiate whether or not I'm being too raw or, you know, or cavalier because a lot of people feel I'm cavalier too, which I am in no manner. (laughs) Um, people feel I'm emotionless. I have those who feel I'm emotionless and I have the ones who feel like I am too emotional. And it's kind of like a lot of people have in common with me that they say there's no in between. Either I'm super hot or I'm super cold. Like I had a favorite cousin and I said I had a favorite cousin that used to say like, you're like a bitch within reasoning. And I don't ever endorse that B word, the bitch word, because I feel it's degrading and I feel 
I am in no manner. I'm I'm an ancestral child. You don't present that word to me and have me and that word in the same frame, same sentence, same thought process. No, I don't care if it's a joke or I don't care if it's not a joke. It impacts me sourly. I feel it's foul and it's a conditioned word. And if you knew the etymology, the origin of where that word had began, maybe you would feel this very same that I feel. But anyhow, um, she used to be like, you're a bitch within reasoning. And everything that you're bitchy about, you have a reason behind it, which isn't like most people. And I'm just like, to me, when people say that to me, like the bitchy word, it's kind of like, you don't, I'm not asking for your vocabulary to be enhanced as mine. I'm not asking you to sit down and just read a dictionary and go this, that, that, and that. But it's kind of like, do you not have another word that you can use that will less insult me? It takes a lot for me to feel insulted. Um, so it's kind of, and that word does insult me. And it insults me when females use it on each other. You don't have to use it on me necessarily. I'm going to feel insulted either way. And to me, it kind of makes me lose a little into respect for you unbeknownst and sometimes it'd be you know something I can't cut back on so it's like let's be better let's do better let's react and let's be seen better woman period anyhow she used to say um that and I used to be like okay so what's the problem like you want me to give my kindness to people that don't deserve it. If I'm giving my kindness to people, everyone, then it's kind of like, what is the difference? Is that, That's not a difference to me with people who matter and people who don't matter. I want to show people who matter that they matter, you know, and I don't even have to acknowledge the people who don't matter. And I'm still kind of in a bliss, like, and I'm, I'm still kind of, it's up in the air for me whether or not I need to rearrange that thought process because I've always felt like why am I going to do for people who don't matter the same as I'm doing for people who do I don't want to treat you the same because what is the difference and I know people that are like be kind to everyone no matter what kindness kills things and that I'm gonna be in this like again this is it matters. This is how I know it matters at where you are in your journey of life, because it's been a part of me that was like that before. And it didn't cause me to have a PTSD about people who disregarded me being that way in the future. It didn't cause the PTSD. It caused a, a friction of, I want to show people that they matter. They really matter. And if I'm giving the people who don't matter the same attention, Will the people who matter feel less special? Aren't they allowed to? Shouldn't they? Wouldn't they? Like, and that's where it kind of is up for grabs. It's kind of like, I don't know, but that's the effect that it has on me. It kind of makes me feel like I need to, do I need to negotiate and do I need to negotiate whether or not that's an insecurity, first of all, because I don't like to negotiate with insecurities, especially of my own, that I am discovering you know I know don't get it overlapsed I am a fan of discovering things about myself 
I'm a fan of discovering certain smells I'm not very attending to. I'm a fan of being in front of the ocean, knowing how small it makes me feel, yet grants me this roar inside myself, if that makes sense. I'm a fan of things like that, you know, and I'm a fan of feeling like, you know what, I needed to literally be shunned and shut down and ripped open and shredded in order for me to know that, okay, this strength had to come from only what horror can do. It's kind of like, if I wasn't forced into that dark alone, how would I come out? If my wings weren't clipped, how would I know that I had claws to grab on my way out? You know, so it was that effect. Yeah. Hmm. So. Anyhow. Sorry. Drink some more tea. Um, so woman. <laughs> and I say woman. I find you to be the most. Resented people. Ever. I think the woman gender is resented because of how, how I guess, how the opposite gender and, and our very own gender, damn it, how we lack the fact that an endorsement and viewage of survival and conquering and tangibility of fucking prevailing and pressing our way through it's like it's always it's it's always 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 a magnanimous thing i think women feel like other and i see the competition within other women and i always feel like Oh, we can't all look precious and delightful and tasteful and we can't all have that in common. Like, we can't all have totally different styles and still be not in competition and still be complimented by one another. Like, the opposite gender sees this occurring and it's kind of like they hold that over you. And people ask me all the time, like, I don't know how you're a lesbian. Women don't even like other women, damn near. And it's like, sometimes I joke about that myself. And it's like, I don't even know how I put up with being a fucking lesbian. But this is what was granted to me. Like, this is all I know. Like, this isn't just a trend for me. This was literally from seven years on up. And I'm 26, going to be 27 soon. So, this was then, you know, all the way on up. So, I used to think I was broke. I used to feel like ashamed because I wasn't aware that the norm of what was forced into me was you know opposite genders to have to attract so I hit it and I hit it and I hit it and I didn't I honestly I can't say I was fighting it because all along I was still doing what I was doing with women under you know behind closed doors and I lack respect for myself because I was hiding like 
I was hiding who I was, who I wanted, who I thought that I wasn't supposed to be. It takes a lot to conceal yourself, who you are. It takes more than it is to just be free. You want to fucking cut your hair off and you're not a lesbian? Go fucking cut your hair. Honey, go dye your hair. Go do whatever it is you... Well, when you dye your hair, be careful with that, though. Because, you know, these chemicals out here that they be putting in things, is just as worse as this gmo food. So, let's just be careful with that now. But, um, if you want to go out here and fucking get these big-ass fucking, um, stretched ears, you want to split tongue, it doesn't matter. Go do that. You want to be bisexual. You want to, you've, you're practicing my curiosity. You want to be non-binary. You want to be asexual. You want to be celibate. You want to be abstinent. You want to be um, promiscuous. You want to be fucking, it, it does not matter. It does not matter. You want to go get surgery on your body. It does not matter. You, you go do whatever it is to make you feel like you can Find a completion within yourself. Like, be whole within you. I always tell females when females come up. And again, they get intimidated by me saying this. I always tell them, I don't have a better half out here. I don't want a yang. I don't want a yin. I want to be them myself. I want to come to someone whole. I don't want to come to your table and I don't need you coming to mine. I want us to architect and build our own table. Like, I want us to be the archetypes, like, I, the architects. Like, I want us to build our table together. I want togetherness. I want you to be just as whole as I am. And if you aren't, that's fine, too. But don't come and try to snatch my other half of my whole that's already in me that I didn't trying to, you know, that I didn't built up and surged and surfed to find and voyage off to literally spin my way. Don't try to tear that out of me and apart. Um... I want to behold myself. I want to be the reason where happy in me is meaningful. I want it to be for sure. I want that to grow. I want to be a seed where you can't, You what are you going to do? You, you're going to stomp on the seed like it's going to keep growing. I want that inside of me. I want to be the reason why I'm getting watered. I want to nurture to me. I want to be more self-celebrating. And I always tell women, we should self-celebrate so much more. We should celebrate ourselves. We should nurture to ourselves. Like, we matter too. Like, what happens when you're depressed? And you're in a slump to where you're not, you, you have to pretend. You have to force yourself to get up. You have to fo- take yourself out on dates. What's wrong with that? Take yourself out on a picnic. Go to a jazz club or a blues bar by yourself or a wine tasting event or a honey festival. I'm sorry. These are all what I like. <laughs> or, you know, I'm just throwing ideas out in case you're, you you know, maybe a date for you, maybe the movie theater or ice skating. But I'm into more intimate grounds of entirety. And to me, that's one of them. I love honey festivals so much. I love wine tasting. I love art in general, museums. I love um, painting. I'm a sculptor. Sculpting is part of my vision for even breathing damn near. 
you know, I'm a fan. Like, I love planting trees. I love Habitat for Humanity fucking events, you know? And do whatever it is. Like, don't be afraid. And then I'm more of an individual where I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty, too. Like, I know females love to get their nails done and their hair done and they're too prissy and too, you know, prim. <laughs> and maybe bougie. And it's to go and want to get their hands dirty. But, honey, I was raised with five boys at one household and, what, three to six in another. So, I'm kind of, like, used to getting my hands dirty. I've worked in um, car shops, you know. So, I played basketball when I was younger. I was a cheerleader, too. But I kind of, like, did it all kind of on the tom girl princess side and i say tom girl princess because like i still my favorite colors are um holographic you know monographic i love pink a typical favorite color a normal favorite color would be pink i love pink i had rooms of mine and houses decorated as pink all pink my belongings were pink i vowed to wear pink every day in my life at one point i don't really know what happened but you know <laughs> so I bedazzled out love jewels so I'd say tom girl princess because of that because it's kind of like you have your tomboy and you have your tom girl princess to where it's kind of like oh okay tom's the whole boyish in her but she's still a girl very aware you know so anyhow I just feel like go to groups group sessions they have women empowering groups they have women support groups for women who are in depression or are suffering into finding their own identity or going through an identity crisis and when I say that I don't mean the trans community um I mean literally you could not be aware of your place within yourself you could be so estranged and detached and segregated from who you are that you're going through all of these different type of Leaves because you're unaware of where you should be, how you should be, if you should even be, and it causes some. It causes a shift in you altogether. They have groups for things like this. So I would know. I've been to several different type of EMDR coaches. Like oh, I've been to them all, damn near, because I was unaware of my fit and my own damn self. It always to me didn't have anything to do with that externalized approach of me it always was something inside of me it was times where I felt me rotting out I felt so sour and it's like why do I feel like this why am I waking up with this bad energy meditation did like I was taught meditation was a certain soothing mechanism and which I do meditation is literally namaste by the way meditation is my grounds of not erupting <laughs> not erupting um but even then it was something that I felt wasn't assured in me wanting to still be here you know and it caused me to have this meltdown it caused this attack that I wasn't aware of what was going on. It was just something I felt that was attacking me. And it's like, why when I get up, it's not really up. Like, what's going on? Like, I felt 
Like, getting out of, like, I felt drained. Like, it was just something lower than rock bottom that I hit. And it's kind of like, no, 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 no. I won't be, and it's like, it was a backwards thing because it's like, damn, I've been here before. This seems a little worse, but I've been here. Why did I get back right here? How did I get back right here? You know, and it's, I never was one to blame outcasts, like all people who were outside of me. You know, when I say that, that was everyone. I didn't really blame people. And it's like the therapist, certain therapists will tell you it's other people's fault. And then you have the ones that's kind of like, well, what did you contribute to this? And it's like, stop fucking confusing me. I'm confused enough now. Like, (laughs) so it's like, uh. but anyhow, when you feel like that, you have to really go into your own. Like you have to dig, you have to weep. Like you have to literally shed tears of blood to pull your own self out because when you do that like it's like you can't get no one can take that credit from you it's just like when you go and you work and you slave for this new vehicle this 2018 vehicle now (laughs) because you know my dream car um well vehicle is a Cadillac truck and I vowed to not get another one until I get that one but the point is, when you get that new vehicle, or this new, you know, might be want to be a homeowner, when you fulfill that goal to you, as materialistic as it may be, doesn't make you, you know, materialism, like, but when you, when you literally fulfill that goal, it is the most, I don't know, it's, it feels the most exciting and electrifying fucking intoxicating thing <laughs> that can occur at that moment in your time and your mission you would probably cry because it's like I fucking did it I did this like I did this by myself this call may have cost me literally a couple homes now but I didn't did it like I did it you don't get credit for this this is my shit like <laughs> this is mine i can tell you no i can tell you yes it does not matter which either way it goes you don't get to feel bad because this is mine i did this i bought this i paid the fucking insurance on this i paid to get this car fresh no car notes with a relief you know you're gonna feel like that no mortgage you're gonna feel like that you know no mortgage payments like it's like i own this shit i own something I feel like that about myself sometimes where I feel like I own my sanity, my tranquility. I own my conquering. I own whether or not I decide to not be delightful, whether or not I decide to not go forward with, you know, O'Shea or O'Shun like or any type of goddesses I look for like or any type of guidance I want to prevail myself behind like and it's like I have those moments and it makes me feel like it still makes me feel weak sometimes because I feel like I'm a universe baby Am I allowed to feel like that? I'm an ancestral seed. Am I allowed to feel like I own me? Because initially, I don't. Allegedly, I don't. But I'm in this vessel right now. I'm a walking sacred coveted temple that I was 
perhaps loaned to me in this realm, for this realm. And I'm going to adjust myself and adopt and adapt myself to that. So, that's the balance thing again. I I do own me. <laughs> like, I do. I feel like I do. And I feel like I don't sometimes. But it's okay because it doesn't make me feel like I want to turn in myself and just not give, just give up. It is okay to be a fucking psychotic mess because as you can see this podcast is all over the place per usual if you've heard any of the other ones they're all like this because I just want you to know how it's okay to be like random it's okay to be again like I said abstract and aesthetic like I love those words it's okay to be that it's okay to be the essence of abstract it's okay to be the epitome of aesthetic you know aesthetic like it's fine for you to be scrambled and distorted and because that's what art is that's what art is that's art art isn't always understood art isn't always an eye catcher to some art isn't always appeasing or appealing or art is could be just as abrupt and art can be even more fucking off it could be unruly it could be disastrous it could be fucking it, it could be stunning and it could be just marvelous and angelic and literally like jaw-dropping impeccable but it can be impenetrable it can be just as fucking distraught it can be daughtry like it can be so much off bad evil horrific horrible to look at unsatisfying as it can be all the opposite that's art poetry is art blues genres of music is art painting sculpting is art body modification piercings tattoos like words are art like visions this is all art people okay it's art colors it's art where will we be without art <laughs> like where how can we understand that we can be scrambled yet so put together it's without art and it's kind of like i used to feel like damn like the broken mirror effect. You can't put it together. It'll never be the same. You put it together, it won't be the same. People look at it like that. I look at it like it didn't matter if I didn't put my pieces back the same. They're all there though. <laughs> like it, I didn't care if I didn't put them all back the same. But because it's to be honest, if they were meant to be the same, why have they been broken at all? This is what I how I vision life. Seriously, some people say the glass half empty, the glass half full effect. I literally like look at the glass. I don't even look at the empty and the half full thing. I look at the glass. Like I want to see the archetype of it, what kind of curves of it. I look at that, you know, and it's kind of like I look at the whole mirror effect. Like, okay, well, this mirror broke. If 
It wasn't meant to be, like, if it was meant to be put back the same, or what, why was it ever broken in the first place? I know I can't put this back the same. As long as all my pieces are there, I can create something out of it. And to me, it may be a masterpiece. It may be a fucking Picasso. Like, it may be the damn the Da Vinci Code, the Morse Code. Y'all remember the Morse Code? Y'all probably don't, but it may be that. You know, the person who solved that. You know, it may be the Alex Jones, Charlie Frost type of apocalypse thing to others but to me this could be this could be the start of my next fucking vacation <laughs> which means fucking my next beautification fucking mode to me like so don't be okay to be like i mean just it's okay to be um misunderstood because people can only understand you how deeply they get themselves sometimes. And they can only understand you how much a society has told them to other times. Because if we didn't know that twerking would get us likes and things like that, would we not be afraid to kind of step out and be like, you know what, I'm going to twerk. I don't care about the ridicule, the persecution, the chastising. No. Just as well as the opposite. Like, I have a huge following, honestly, on Instagram and Facebook, but Instagram. And I don't have not one twerk video up at all. I don't have no videos of me showing off my body. And I'm very curvaceous like people find that to be an appealing thing but I find it to be hard as fuck to find bottoms and I wish I can trade it in already but anywho um I don't have any of that up there I don't like you know have any videos like that up there I'm not downing females who do because I'm all into female empowerment like we don't know what took them with him. I think they're comfortable. Like I, but I want people to know that being dressed, like for me, it's just as comfortable as it is for a person who's a nudist or who isn't okay with, you know, being fully dressed. Like, listen, I am so off. Like I don't, I really get hot. If I get hot, there's something going on with life because I really get hot. Even in the summer, like I'll be outside in a hoodie with nothing on underneath of it. And I have done this and people can <laughs> detest to me attest to me telling to, to me telling you this. I've been that way. I'll be in the summer. I wear a fucking cut off shirt, no bra, no panties, some fucking sweatpants and slippers. I wear slippers in the fall, slippers in the winter. Like I'm so opposite of what people attest me to I, I'm supposed to allegedly be and how I I don't care. I don't look at me crazy all you want to like I that doesn't I can't move how you feel I should be and move and I can't do that because then it's like am I like I I don't want to be for you I want to be for me I have a joy in that you know and there there was those moments to where I was so secluded minded to where I felt the need to not do the extreme to myself and about myself to appease others to give them that calm that they can walk in public with me. <laughs> and it's kind of like, why do I care? Why? I'm uncomfortable 
making you feel comfortable about me being how you feel I should be. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm not going to be twerking. I'm not going to be doing that. I don't know how to twerk, first of all. But if I did, I don't want to, you know, I wouldn't be doing that for some fucking likes. I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not seeing all of them are attention seekers because they get money off of that. I don't care enough to be like tearing females down off of the fact that they want to do that. I'm just saying I don't do that because I don't want to do that. I don't need attention. I don't want attention. I get enough attention I've been getting it all my life and preferably I'm kind of over it like so um that's just how that is for me but again I think dance pole dancing is art those females listen the sport of pole dancing because you know pole dancing is a sport if you don't know it is so like the tricks that they do sometimes to me and you know I'm and I'm a dominatrix, so I look at them like, listen, you are a fucking god. Like, where where did you come from? <laughs> like, so I I look at, like that's how I look at that pole dancing thing. Like, literally, I went to a few pole dancing classes just to be honestly to be perverted for a bit. Like, not being a oh like you looking up no not that type of perverted. Look at the definition of perverted, by the way, but. I was being unsanctioned because I wanted to, it it was such a delightful thing to me to see women actually indulging themselves into the craft of that. Like, you have so much control over your fucking body, like, literally. And I used to even think the sex therapist that she, her presentation, they had to go in class naked. They had a project to where they had to go in class naked and be okay with people observing and, you know, pointing out things on their body. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I went there with her. I was not, listen, I did not go naked. Now, I've been to naked yoga, by the way. If people don't know about naked yoga, that's the thing. Yes, I've been to naked yoga, but that was years later. Now, like, I wasn't as comfortable with that as then. But when I... Seeing this tonight was just kind of, it, it caused a little envy in my head. Because it's like, how do one be that comfortable with their body? Like, you know, and she's not even a nudist. Literally. I think people think that when they walk around their home nude and shit like that, that they're nudists and stuff. And I'm like, no, that's not. That's like saying that you're a vegan and you, you know, like you are eating certain things. Like you may be a type of vegetarian. You're not a vegan yet, my darling. You may be a type of vegetarian. You may, you know, you might even be a pescatarian because I, you know, have came across a few pescatarians, which only happen to be lesbians. But, um, any home. So that, that comfortability was kind of something that I envied. And I didn't start practicing wanting to feel that way until, you know, years later. But then it was just kind of like, how are you that comfortable? How are all of y'all this comfortable? First, because it was men there too that was nude. And it was females that were in the nude. And it's kind of like, it. all of that kind of gave me a sense of, okay, you know what? I'm not as far as in my journey as I attest to be, as I feel I am. Like, and it's, and, and it's kind of like, I wanted to be there. Not that I wanted to stand in front of a bunch of men and be naked and a bunch of women and be naked. But I wanted to be that secure, that assured that whether you rip me apart or not, I'm still going to walk out here and have my integrity. I have my pride. I have the notions of me feeling delightful and me being beautiful. And 
your words not taking a piece of that, what I feel about me for me. I wanted that. That was in my grasp, but I didn't realize it was. Um, yeah, I thought that was so great. Like, I thought it was dope. Like, I thought it was, I was like, damn, like, talk about <laughs> something that's going to meek and humble your ass. That did. You know, like, oh, that did. That definitely did. Anyway, home. Um. So, yeah, but I've been to, like, I've even been to, um, classes where I watch women be naked and you know um it was you know if you go to certain paint and sip or cookies and um sip or something like that or weed and sip you know because I'm by DC and I've been there twice too I don't really smoke but you know I've been there because it's something that I would like to that I wanted to try at the moment um I couldn't take it because I got a problem with choking I really do but anyway um I watch women, naked women, you have to draw them, you know, recreate them on your, your easel and things like that. I've been there, you know, even with them, I was just kind of like, they got to get in certain positions. And I'm just like, one, your stance is crazy. <laughs> like, your stance is crazy, crazy, crazy neat. And you are so, like, your body's nice, you know, you okay with this? Like, all of us is looking at you, lusting over you, drawing you. Like, what if we draw you wrong? What if you think that we think you're, you, what if we're saying something like you're fat or whatever? Like, I don't want you to feel like we're bashing you, anything like that. So it was kind of like, I had all these questions about her and a few of them actually. And I've asked two or, two or three of them and the answers, the answers were just still the same. Like, they model, you know, they have to deal with certain criticism every day. You know, they have to deal with being stereotyped and things like that. And it's like, if you're not so sure of yourself and assured of yourself, you would let that get to you. And all along, I didn't realize that some of it did to me and some didn't. I realized that most didn't because if not, I wouldn't look this way. I wouldn't go outside with all my piercings and my tattoos. I wouldn't go outside so decorated far as colorful as hell, wearing different color hair and, you know, different color clothing like like I'm bright as hell all the time I'm bejeweled as hell go out there like literally I wouldn't I would feel the need to subject myself to changing to go out in public and I realized that I didn't I haven't so bravo to me like kudos to me for realizing that and the other half, I would realize that when people would assault me, I would feel the need to get volatile. And it's just like, what am I getting volatile for? Why is this affecting me the way that it does? Whether it's true or not, it still affected me because some of it wasn't true. It affected me because it's like, how dare you look at me and feel this way about me when I put so much into my fucking self to get to this place in life that literally... You're trying to just take away from me. And it's kind of like with that, that was a mission to where it's like, you know what? You're giving them something to go off of. Why? Allow them to talk. They're going to talk whether you reach perfection or you don't. So <clears throat> I had to, had to come to the realization that it's okay to be as fucking unorganized within your own nature of being a woman then 
being someone else's fucking project. People will mold you into being how they feel you should be, how they feel you should act, present, how prim they want you to subject yourself to being like, no, figure out who you are, indulge in that, invite all type of gracious, humble individuals around you to prosper with you. If not, figure it out on your own. But when you meet that mission that you've done it, I'm trying to tell you, huh, delightful. But anyway, time's up, ladies.